I take care of my customer as my family because uh, they my bread and butter. So every everybody welcome to my store. I treat them same like I'm treating myself. That was corner store owner Sam Malik. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Every week on this podcast, you'll get to know business owners, poets, artists, and San Franciscans from all walks of life as they tell stories, share personal histories, and try to put into words what makes this city so special. In this episode, Sam talks about his move from Jordan to the U.S. as a teenager. He went to high school in Daly City, and shortly after that, came to own a corner store on Mission just south of Army Street. Since around 1985, he's owned the Golden Eagle at the corner of 20th and Valencia. He'll talk about the neighborhood as he found it back then and the changes it's seen in the 35 years since. Quick programming note, this is the first cornerstone owner we've had on the show. Sam was my corner store guy for 15 years when I lived in the Mission. If you love your corner store person and you think they might be a good fit for Storied SF, please let us know on social media or email us at storiedsf at gmail.com. Here's Sam. I came here in 1974, August 12, 1974. And um, I went to high school in Daly City, Jefferson High School. Then I went to Skyline College for business administration. Then I dropped out and I opened my own store back in 1978. Okay, not, not the store we're in. No, it was a different store. Where was that? It was on uh, Mission Street. Okay, Mission Inn. What the? Uh, a block uh, south of uh, Cesar Chavez. Oh, okay. So in the area. It used to call Army Street back then. Yes, of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, what, what made you want to come to the Mission to open that store? Did you live here in the Mission? or No. I always lived in Daly City. But a uh, friend, friend to my uncle, he had a store in the Mission. And he wanted to sell it. So then me and my brother, we bought it as a partner's. Okay. That's how we start the business. Okay. Your back brother your brother Joe? Yes. Ah. Back in 1978. Okay. Wow. Did you come here with your parents? Or what, what, what was the story of, of you guys coming to the U.S. or to Daly City specifically? Uh, my uncle made a petition for us to come to the state. So my dad sent us, me and my older brother, I'm the second in the family. We are four brothers in the family. Okay. My older brother Joe, I'm number two, mm-hmm. and we got two more back home. Okay. So my father sent us with my mom to come to the state to see how America is. Mm-hmm. So my mom, she stayed here for three months, then she went back to Jordan. Mm-hmm. As an old lady, there was no satellites, there was mm-hmm. no... Uh, she doesn't speak the language. Mm-hmm. It was tough for her yeah. to be here. Yeah. So she don't like it. So she moved back to Jordan. Then I went to high school. My brother Joe got a job. 
and from there we went. So how old were you when you came? I was almost 17. Okay, what did you think? Did you already speak English? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. bit. A little bit. But what did you, I mean, what did you think? Well, in Jordan, English is a second language. Yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of a little bit difficult. Yeah. You know, speaking the language. I could understand it, but I couldn't speak it fluently. Mm -hmm. I w we used to speak it in the English accent, uh, language. British accent. The British yes, language. You spoke the Queen's English. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. my... Uh, my cousin, they used to laugh at me because I used to say water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so you have to get used to it. We got used to it. We, we lived through it. Yeah. Did you, like, you know, did, were you finding friends and you were with your brothers, you said? I came, me and my brother, we came together. Mm -hmm. But I went to high school myself. Okay. Because my brother was already finished high school back in Jordan. Okay. And, uh... I met one Spanish guy first day I went to school. Then he induced me to a Palestinian guy, mm -hmm. which became my best friend. Mm -hmm. Then after that, we met another two Palestinian guys and two Palestinian women. And that was very helpful for me Yeah, because of the language. I was going to say, at the risk of... Being uh -huh. ignorant, you spoke the same language. Of course. Arabic. Yes. Yes. So, and we went from there. Nice. So, um, I'm guessing at some point, college, when did you meet? When I married her, I had this store. Okay. I think I met her in 89. Okay. How did you guys meet? Uh, I had a friend of mine live in Virginia, Manassas. So my brother was getting married, so I invited him to the wedding. So he came, picked him up from the airport, he stayed with me. Then he said, oh, he have a family living in, in, in the Bay Area. So he called them up, which happened to be my father-in-law and my brother-in-law. They came and picked him up. And uh, it happened they were living two blocks away from my house. Oh. Was that in Daly City? In Daly City. Mm -hmm. And uh, I met Susan. I met the whole family. Then I liked her. I asked for her hand. And we went from there. So then you said 85 is when you opened this one. How did that all happen? You just heard about a good store to buy? Or? Uh, <coughs> I know I was losing my lease my another on Mission Street store. Mm -hmm. Because the guy who owned the building is a doctor, and he wanted to put his own office in there. Mm. So I know he's not going to give me no lease. Mm -hmm. So I was looking for a different store to buy. Mm -hmm. So this one came out. So I bought this one. I hired people here till for about four or five years. Mm -hmm. Then after I closed my store over there in 89, then I moved to this one here. Okay. What was the corner of 20th and Valencia like in 1985? Can you set the scene for us? Oh man, it was very tough. I used to have a Doberman dog with me here as a bodyguard. Okay. Yeah, behind the counter. And no beware of dog sign. <laughs> no, just the dog. Sitting behind the counter. 
Wow. Yeah, so we've been here since 89. Neighborhood was tough. Do you remember some things that might, stories that might stand out from back then? Well, I used to leave my dog up in the attic mm -hmm. every night before I go home. Mm. And uh, one day I came to open the store and my dog was downstairs sitting by the front door. Mm -hmm. So I said, what the heck is going on here? What you doing here? So I don't think about it. Mm -hmm. Then some people that tried to break into the store. Mm -hmm. So he jumped from the attic to the from cooler. <laughs> wow. and from the cooler, he jumped down. And he was waiting on the front door for them. So they didn't make it in. Oh, heck no. Yeah. <laughs> they bent the bars. I used to have a bars on the top of that window right there. Mm -hmm. Back when we used to have the old wood door. Mm -hmm. So they tried to bend the door, the bars up, and break the window coming through. That's when the dog came down for them. Wow. What was the dog's name? Uh, Cheek. Cheek? Cheek. Wow. And how much longer did you need, did you feel like you needed to have, you know, that it was, it was a, a tough neighborhood? Uh, maybe I kept the dog one year. Mm -hmm. And he tried to bite my son one time. Mm -hmm. That's the time I had to get rid of him. Yeah. Yeah. So, Doberman's supposed to be famous with turning on the owners. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. I've known sweet Dobermans in my life. They are. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they're beautiful dogs. You see this neighborhood through the, through the store. Of course. And you know the neighborhood. I know this about you. But when mm. do you think it started to change? In the 90s, would you say? Well... Back in the 80s, we used to have all the junkies. Mm -hmm. They used to st kick back in the playground. Mm -hmm. Junkies and alcoholics. Back in the 90s, we started to have the game bangers. Mm -hmm. And uh, we used to have shooting almost every day in the corner. Then after we got rid of the game bangers, Probably 2002. It was when I lived over there. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Back, I think back in 2002, 2003. Three, yeah. Yeah, then the neighborhood started to get much better. Yeah. You ever have, you said shootings on this corner. Did anything ever happen with the, with the store? Uh, we have a bullet came through the store one day. When you're open or? When I open. With customers? Yes. That's crazy. And believe it or not, we looked all over for the bullet. We never find it. Oh, wow. Then we find it a year later. <laughs> in a bag of Doritos? <laughs> <laughs> it was on the chips, on the, on the cooking shelf. Just sitting over there. <laughs> Let's talk about when I met you then, because that was 2003. I had just moved in, and Matt Gonzalez was running for mayor. Remember that's that? Right. And that's how you and I first bonded. Because I think you had a sign already for Matt Gonzalez. I like Matt. I still like him. Yeah. He used to live a couple of blocks away. Mm -hmm. And I see him every once in a while. Mm -hmm. He remembers you, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see his brother every once in a while, too. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, I support good politicians. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, he never made it, but uh, right. he was a good guy to be a mayor. Mm-hmm. I know an experience of being your neighbor and, and your friend and your customer and, and kind of how um, important, like you, like you were the first person in this neighborhood to make me feel like I was welcome. And that was amazing. And then over the next 15 years, we developed our friendship. I can't imagine all the friendships that you have and the people that you've gotten to know. And Well, I take, I take care of my customer as my family because mm-hmm. uh, they're my bread and butter. Right. So every, everybody welcome to my store. I treat them same like I'm treating myself. Mm-hmm. Because I want to be treated the same way I treat the people. Mm-hmm. And thanks God, for over 30 years I've been in the neighborhood, never had any problem with nobody. No problem with customer, no problem with not customer, mm-hmm. never had any major issue with nobody. So I think it pay off. It's a karma. What goes around comes around. Sometimes sometime it comes like a barbershop. Yeah, yeah. People, they tell you their life stories. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, when you get close to them and comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. Well, they're comfortable with you. Yeah. So they tell you everything. One other thing I liked about you is that you knew everything that was going. And I'm not talking about people anymore, but businesses. You always knew everything that was happening right here. Is that just through? Just true customer. Just through being. Yeah. Just, just being, being here and being able to come and tell you. So, for example, a uh, few weeks ago, some customer, some customer came up and she asked me, oh, there's a news TV up the street. What are they doing up there? I said, I don't even know there's a news TV up there. So I went, I took a peek. Within half an hour, I find out what was going on. Of course. Just start asking people, hey, what's going on there? What's happening? So, and then you can tell other people. It'll probably, then I tell then people, they ask oh, you. That's why, that's why the TV was there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you just build the relationship. Yeah. But I think, but you're, you also like people. Of course. Well, I don't know. I like people because my nature like that. Mm-hmm. But some people... I think they get too old on the job. Mm-hmm. They start hate themselves, mm-hmm. so they hate everybody else. Honestly, I enjoy what I'm doing, and uh, I'm planning on retiring in the next few years. But it's going to be hard for me, yeah, to leave all this stuff and retire. You're going to have dreams <laughs> about working here. <laughs> Probably I do. Yeah, but. Uh, Oh, that, that's for sure. Oh, that's for sure. First thing I'm going to do, I'm going to drive cross-country. Uh, take a couple of months, just drive cross-country. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go to Reno for one day. If I like it, I stay 10 days. Yeah, I go to Utah. So I'm, I have plenty of time. Free, yeah. Uh, free. Yeah. So whatever I want to go, you know, i got time. If I like it, I stay longer. If I don't like it. Nothing tied up with. Is it okay to say, would you say you love San Francisco? First of all. And I know it's complicated, but let's, let's talk about it. 
Well, if I don't love it, I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. That's number one. I mean, I love the city. I love the people, especially in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, you raised a family here. I raised my family here. And uh, it's a beautiful city. Mm-hmm. I mean, everywhere else I go, I don't feel comfortable. I don't like it. Yeah. Either too hot or too cold or uh, too humid. Yeah. I mean, San Francisco is just perfect. Yeah. Yeah, we get one week or two weeks hot of the year. You know, mm-hmm. that's we could d- deal with that. Yeah. But uh, I think it's the most beautiful city in the world. Mm-hmm. And you plan on staying? Oh yeah. Even I'm if you go to Reno oh, yeah. for ten days and everything. Oh yeah. You'll, I mean, you'll always my, come back. My retirement is going to be here in the city. That was Sam Malik. Check back next week when we'll hear from Victorian color consultant Bob Buckter. Music for Storied San Francisco is by Otis McDonald. Film photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. The show is produced and hosted by me, Jeff Hunt. Please help support what we do by going to the store page on our website and choosing from several different pledge levels. The site is storiedsf.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram or subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show. And if you have any other feedback for us, our email is storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. 